Good evening, godless sodomites. Hey everyone, welcome to the excommunication station. Chaz is here um, by myself right now. But uh, last week, Donovan and I had a very, very long discussion. Uh, lasted about three and a half hours or so. Cut it in half. This is going to be the second part. Uh, this part of the episode, we discussed James Dobson. Uh, just his, uh, his views on corporal punishment and physical abuse and uh, we wanted that to have its own section so you guys actually listen to it so you don't see a three and a half hour episode and be like ah, I don't have time for that so with that um, I, I want you guys to strap in uh, there again this is another trigger warning there's a lot of stuff in here as to physical abuse and uh, your parents might have signed on to this because they followed James Dobson Dobson, again, is one of the biggest, if not the biggest name in um, Christian child psychology. Uh, I've read some of his work over the last couple weeks, and uh, it's coming to light a lot of stuff that I went through, a lot of stuff that happened, a lot of stuff that was said. Donovan had the same thing going on with him. This was a very rough two weeks for us to get through, but uh, again... um, and we're sorry we didn't have Chrissy. Uh, Chrissy got sick with COVID. I did too. Uh, I went through my bad period before we recorded. She was going through her bad period when we were recording. So uh, we're going to miss her this week again. But next week, Chrissy gets her own episode because she's going to be talking to us about the pearls. So strap in for that one. But uh, with that, no Inquisition. But we will pray. So... Hold the hand of the person next to you and bow your head. And if you're driving, let Jesus take the wheel. Uh, A lot of parents, uh, when they read the Bible's commandment to discipline their children, to spank their children, they don't do it because they're afraid. Now, a lot of people think spanking is against the law. Spanking is not against the law. In fact, I read a statistic, actually my wife read it for me, that 90% of people in America spank their children. Did you know that? 90% of Americans spank their children. But you wouldn't know that, would you? Because I ask people that are Christians and they'll make no bones about, I'm a Christian. Yes, I'm a Christian. And they they, they, they pronounce that everywhere they go. And then you're like, hey, do you spank your kids? They're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And here's the thing. Someday spanking will probably be illegal because of that fear because of people just not just saying, yes, I spank my children. I mean, you know, my wife spanks the children. She'll spank them publicly. She'll spank them in the grocery store. She'll tell them, I'm going to give you a spank. And, and nobody blinks an eye because 90% of people are doing it. But it's like the emperor's new clothes. You know, everybody just kind of doesn't want to say anything. Nobody wants to be the one that openly. And people have said, you got to be careful just openly saying you spank kids. 90% of people are doing it. And if every pastor would openly say it, and if every Christian would openly say it, and if every person who's doing it would openly say it, it would never be illegal. It would never be infringed. But when people are in the closet and hiding it, you know, no, just I spank my children as the Bible commands. But I've talked to numerous people who said, well, I'm afraid to spank my children because I don't want to 
get in trouble with the man. You know, I don't want the law to get on me if I spank my children. Nothing simple, no respect or meaning. Why the screaming when he's gone? who it's fucked up um, yeah. uh we are going uh but with that uh let's talk about our benevolent father dr james dobson we'll have a full bio series on dobson in the future but for now we're just going to focus on the teaching of spanking a child because i think he's the most universally known person within the evangelical church as far as it comes to discipline and how to raise children you feel that way, or am I stepping out of? Am I talking out of? No, I think you're. I, no, no, I think you're. Okay. Um, because it's. Uh, I didn't realize how far back he went. So yes, yeah. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, while Do- Dobson was an associate clinic clinical professor of pediatrics at the University of Southern California School of Medicine, starting in 1967, he wrote his first book, which put him on the map of raising of the child raising world. The book, Dare to Discipline, was written in 1970, but it was in direct opposition to the growing popular teachings of people like Dr. Benjamin Spock, where you do things like listen to your kids. The the book opening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid. Why would you want to do that? Um, Libtard bullshit. (laughs) So like we talked about with Tim LaHaye and some other episodes of like the changing culture in America, that people were, were turning away from, from the old hitting your kids is the right way to do it to more of a, Hey, let's get in touch with our emotions. <laughs> um, and, and our kids have them too. And let's figure out what's going on. But uh, uh, yeah, James Dobson from his book, dare to di- from James Dobson in his book, dare to discipline. Pain is a marvelous purifier. It is not necessary to beat the child into submission. A little bit of pain goes a long way for a young child. However, the spanking should be sufficient magnitude to cause the child to cry genuinely. So it sounds healthy. Yeah, yeah. Beat your child till they cry, and you got to make sure it's genuine. Jesus. Not, not is that a fake just, cry? No, yeah. God. That just oh, I just triggered myself. <laughs> or a cry out of fear. There's a difference. That fake cry. Yeah. Oh God. If, if you're crying out of fear, that's different because you're scared to get hit. You need to yeah. cry out of pain. Oh yeah, right. I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. Um, there you go. And and what happens if you cry? Well, real crying usually lasts two minutes or less, but oh. may continue for five. At that oh, point. This- this is still the book, right? Yeah, this is still the book. I thought this was your own personal no. experiment. <laughs> Timed I it. set a timer in my house, and if it's more than five, that's when the belt comes out. Um, um, from the book, this is not me. Real crying usually lasts two minutes or less, but may continue for five. After that point, the child is merely complaining. 
Yeah, I was gonna say being dramatic. <laughs> I require I would require him to stop the protest crying, usually by offering him a little more of whatever caused the original tears. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I love that he called it protest crying. This three-year-old's yeah. protest crying. Stop protesting. What? Oh, what? Man. oh that's this great. Is really upsetting. <laughs> so wonderful. I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm crying because you beat the shit out of me, and I'm crying even more because I'm scared to death of you right now, and I yeah, have right. nowhere to go. Um, so Me- just wail. Meanwhile, my more. dad's my dad's making photocopies. He's like, I can show this to the police. I can show <laughs> this to the police. <laughs> when they knock on the door, it's right here, black and white, clear as crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Good day, sir. <laughs> um, Donovan, at what age should you start start to spank a child? I'm going to assume it says as soon as possible. Uh, well, from adoption devotional, and I believe this is repeated a number of times. I didn't do a ton of research. Oh, I thought you said um, from adoption. I was like, oh, so if no, you're not adopted, adopted, you didn't get spanked. Yeah. Is this a new revelation? <laughs> was I adopted? <laughs> Only adopted kids get a hit. Um, yeah right this is how i find out i was adopted uh, it's it's a it's in the constitution um it's jesus christ yeah it's all the way in the back uh yeah from from adoption devotional never spank a child that should be the end of it but yeah never spank a child who is less than 15 to 18 months or over 12 years old so you can start spanking your child at a year and three months but stop so when they're 12 to 12 years old. Hmm. So, this is this is reading like uh, children's ibuprofen instructions. <laughs> <laughs> For less than 18 months. Yeah, please yeah. see a doctor. <laughs> Five milligrams from two to six. After six, you can have 10. 10. Um, yeah, yeah. Before two, consult a f- your pediatrician. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my child at a year and three months. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't even. I told. I explained to you before that that's another problem I'm having is like when I see my kids lately, it's, it's. I'm having an issue with uh my with my own personal stuff where like my each of my kids are an age where I was where something very significant traumatically happened with mm-hmm. me. So I'll be having a moment sometimes where I'm manic or something, and I'll look at my kid and be like they're so happy i'm so happy that they never have to deal with this horrible mm-hmm. thing and then i go on this fucking spiral where i start thinking about what i went through and it's yep. it's yeah i know it's so dude, fucking I'm, horrible I'm, dude I'm, I'm there man That's so stupid i'm just like conchu uh, like, why do you do this to me <laughs> i'm like 18 months i can't like it makes me sick to my stomach of me thinking of hitting my year and a half year old son mm, no it makes me want to throw up. I watch videos of my kids when they were that age, and I hear uh-huh. a tone in my voice. And I'm like, watch your fucking mouth, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You're right. And I'll hear, I'll see my kids' face change when I make the tone. I'm like, oh, what an asshole. <laughs> oh, there's still things I beat the shit out of myself now that I did when I when they were younger that, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, Absolutely. I wouldn't have acted that way back. You know, I wasn't abusive, but like, I wouldn't have acted that way. No, you know, no, no. Like, Absolutely. You know, but uh, continuing this, uh, this, this quote, spanking should taper off after age five. Spanking on the bottom, 
never slap a child's face or jerk his arm, which can cause serious injury, a.k.a. marks or broken bones, because you wouldn't want that to happen, make spanking an infrequent, an infrequent practice, not a regular event. Look, only Remember, do it when necessary. Are you good? Have a good time. But here's the thing that's fucked up. All right. Remember that corporal punishment is a tool for teaching, not for venting anger or frustration. That goes back to the whole fucking thing with the Mayberry syndrome that we never talked about. Where like knowing that that has to be said is a fucking thing that should be a red flag. It's like when you have to be like, hey, remember, if you're if you're just having a bad day, this don't do this. You know, it could it could get too bad. It's like, no, maybe not fucking do it at all then. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. If there's a warning involved, don't fucking do it. It's not. <laughs> there's certain things I understand, you know, like if there's a warning on a, like a fan belt, you know, saying don't yeah. touch this. So that needs to be there. But like yeah, if, if you have to warn your kid. It cut their hand off. Right. It's, this is not the same thing. This, this is yeah. a warning where it's like, hey, this could damage your child. Oh, it could maybe don't fucking do it (laughs) god i hate that shit not the funny thing the hypocritical thing here where he said make spanking an infrequent practice not a regular event this motherfucker put in his book a chart daily chart of hitting your child yeah which was on my fridge i told you and chrissy about that that motherfucker my dad fucking printed that out at work where he was a truck driver and he put it on mm-hmm. a fucking fridge. He would cook, he would go out on the road and like a couple of times he would go be out for a day or two. And then he would come back and he'd, he'd put that, it would still be there, but then he threw up a fucking little family circus comic strip next to it. Yeah. Yep. And we would, I would look at it and fucking make jokes about it. Like, ha 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 ha. But then my You're dad would see me. Balls off, though. You're just yeah. Like, my dad, oh, if my dad saw me looking at it, smiling, he'd be like, what are you smiling at? But like, Oh fuck. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> this is a gas that's a pattern <laughs> yeah oh god no yeah no that shit i can't i and when you sent that to me and chrissy and i saw that oh my I'm god sorry. it was almost like no 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 no. it's not your fault i would have seen it looking this up for sure and i saw it and it was like that moment in fucking kill bill where everything goes red and it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> oh God. Um, I panicked. <laughs> but Dobson absolutely stands by his beliefs that spanking works. From temper your child's tantrums. If punishment has no power, then why does a well-deserved spanking often turn a sullen little troublemaker into a sweet, loving angel? <laughs> why? Mic drop. What do you think? Um, uh, fear. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't want to get stuck with a pin in church. So right. I'm going to stay absolutely still and yeah. not move. Something yeah. I can still do today. Um, my wife and I had a fight a while ago, and I disassociated for a good couple hours, and I just sat there and did not move. Um. Yeah. I. Some, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and then also that too disassociating yeah. where i just stare at the fucking wall or something and i'm like mm-hmm. uh, i was like blank and i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. another thing it got me to do was to have my legs start bouncing which only uh led to more pinpricks uh so then something i yeah. had no control over 
um, something I still don't have control over. Um, oh, that makes me, yeah. One thing that I, I recently realized that's like a tick that I do is like when I was a kid, I used to tap a lot and I thought it was mm-hmm. like just me doing beats and stuff because that's why I do like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, one. And I would do that with my fingers, like in a rhythm, just the three middle fingers. Yeah. I do, I realized that that's just like a, a nervous tick that I do. And it's not just me doing beats like I thought when I was a kid. Oh my God. Sick beats, bro. Yeah, right. Uh, Dobson feels that spanking is a bonding experience, though. Oh, necess- sick bonding moment. <laughs> a necessary part of a relationship between a parent and a child. And uh, I want you to get ready for this because this might trigger a little bit. Um, from a 1972 article, spanking still makes sense. The spanking is, a, is valuable for getting rid of the hostility he has been feeling and he is now extremely vulnerable to love, training, and guidance. You get a communion, a closeness that you don't get by sending him out of the room to pout. This is the time you get to hold him close and tell him that you love him, wants what, what, want what is best for him, and that you can't let him behave the way, you, the way he has because he will get into trouble. Holy fuck. So if you got as literally word for word, what I just fucking said happened. Yep. Yep. My stepfather does the same thing. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. Yo, <sighs> I remember when Tarzan came out, the movie. Remember yeah. the With cartoon? Frazier? No, no, that's Georgia the Jungle, Jungle you fucking sorry. monster. <laughs> <laughs> I said that at work the other day and somebody else got mad at me. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Freddie Francis a national treasure. You watch your mouth. <laughs> no, uh, Tarzan, the animated movie from Disney came out with the mm-hmm. Phil Collins music and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like they had that fucking crazy like moment in the beginning, you know, where the baby gets found and the the parents are dead, and the mom's baby mm-hmm. dies, and like the mom's amazing, and just like, yo, that movie fucked me up when I was a kid. I was like, I want a gorilla to hold me because no one will hold me. <laughs> Oh, I wanted the mom from the uh, from uh, Land Before Time that dies of being my mom. Like that, that made oh, me up because I was so sad when she died. And I was Littlefoot, Littlefoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, out. Anyway, now sometimes oh, the I love that we like, had parent crushes when we were kids. Yeah. You was like, wow. Like, oh yeah i remember saying that all the time i was like and then my cousin's been like, that's me and your dad and i'm like oh sorry but in my head i'm like fuck my dad <laughs> <laughs> now sometimes or you get a crush on one of your friend's dads you're just like uh, can we just hang out more yeah and call me sport yeah your dad <laughs> plays guitar i play guitar oh oh i gotta hang out with your dad <laughs> We just became best friends. Uh, anyway, uh, now sometimes the, now sometimes the spankings don't work because some parents don't obviously follow the instructions properly. Just oh, like an IKEA fault. desk. <laughs> Here are the five reasons, according to Dobson's, why spankings don't work. Now, with each of these uh, reasons came a long paragraph, which I don't think we need to get into. But uh, oh, you mean one, just explaining away why someone could go overboard and it's not their fault? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Makes sense. The, the most reoccurring problem. Re- Let me start that over. God, Dad didn't photocopy over. those pages. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, the most reoccurring problem re- results from infrequent whimsical discipline. What? The most reoccurring problem results from infrequent, so you're not hitting your kid enough, even though you just said not to, um, or whimsical discipline, which is not physical discipline. No, 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 no. Whimsical would be like, hey, what's going on with you right now? Do we need to talk about something? Or uh... Oh, to me, whimsical has always been an adjective meaning like (laughs) the Mad Hatter. (laughs) (laughs) You guys start role playing. (laughs) <laughs> right. You I'm will so love with right me, god damn it. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Why are you talking like that? I don't know what's happening. Are you gonna hit me again? Please don't do that. <laughs> All right. Number two reason is the child may be more strong-willed than the parent, and they both know it. Now I know Wait, that we went. The child may be more strong-willed than the parent, and they both know it. So apparently, the child wow. is running the house and not the parent. So they yeah. so so wow. Okay. Yeah, um, that's a lot to unpack there. Now I know we've been out in public where we've seen kids losing their shit and the parent not doing anything which yeah triggers me because my response and you i'm sure your response is old school of, of like just going up and smacking the kid mm. or why isn't the parent handling it and you're just like well i'm not thinking that maybe this kid has some sort of mental disability or behavioral disability or and then you something. also like take a step back and you're like why the fuck am i thinking about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm like but in like, my mind i'm like why like i why am i judging this person you know no, i and, get that too yeah yeah, yeah. then you go on facebook if there's a video of it people are like well my parents knew how to handle me and i turned out okay or like back in my day they would blah 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 and i'm like uh, back in your day they didn't recognize autism as an actual thing um and yeah see i kind of have the i kind of have like the same response but it's a little skewed it's just skewed a little differently in my head what i see when i have that when, what i experience when i see that or when it's my kids doing it because sometimes you know your kids are just being fucking rambunctious that day if you're out yeah. of dinner or something one kid won't sit properly and yeah. they keep like sitting on their knees and you're like dude just sit the fuck down please <laughs> and then you just like you're like the way i look at it is i don't know i get I get like, I get worried that everyone else starts thinking, why am I not handling it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want them to think that I need to do that. And I'm like, I yeah. don't want, you know, I don't, I felt, I feel like I start feeling this pressure that's not even on me probably. And mm-hmm. it's, I know it's due to like my BPD and shit and Danielle, Danielle and like, and me are really good at like noticing yeah. it and tracking it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but that's, that's what happens with me with that, where I'm just like, Dude, chill. People are probably like, "Why you need to smack your kid or something?" I'm like, "I don't want them to think that. Just fucking chill. You're okay." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's no, yeah. no, no. It's 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 something that, something that maybe we need to look into is just that feeling that we get when that stuff happens. Of like, um, it's my parent, my my parents, my kids never really did that too much in 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 public. Um, if it did, we like kind of took them out of the situation. Um. 
That's what I usually do. Yeah, we usually just like take them outside for a second. Like, what's going on? You cool? What's what's going on? But it's but then I also get where people look at me and they're like, "Oh, is he gonna take her outside and spank her or something?" But I'm like, "No, I I'm going outside to talk to my kid." Like, dude, you're causing a scene. What's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a it's a weird dynamic. It definitely goes back to what we experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the the third reason is the parent suddenly employs a form of discipline after doing nothing for a year or two prior to that time yes this could be an issue too but not just with physical punishment just punishment in general or discipline in general you know trying to be a hard ass out of nowhere doesn't really work um or trying to you know this is why communication is good with your kids (laughs) yeah yeah so uh in responsibilities you talk to them about consequences and you know if you don't do your homework the consequence of not doing your homework is this right so um but anyway uh number four the spanking may be too gentle if it does not hurt it is not it isn't worth avoiding next time that's what it's like that's what that's the thing that took me a while to wrap my head around that experience. Uh, the, the main reason I, ex- I shared that experience that I went through when I was at mm-hmm. with the whole headphones thing is that incident was kind of known in my family and stuff. I, like yeah. as a joke, like we joke about it, kind of like what you were talking about, where we're just like, "Yeah, oh, don't get the headphone." Ah, ha, ha. You know, it's just like, but that I I never really thought about the exact details. That's why I decided to just like I'm writing this down and I'm going to think about this like this because mm-hmm. I haven't been a long fucking time. And the way that it ended, when I just fucking gave up because I couldn't yeah. anymore, that goes to that. Then it is is it's so fucked up, man, yeah. to think that that's necessary. Mm-hmm. And from fucking what was it, twelve months to uh, thir- uh, No, it was fifteen to eighteen. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, be, yeah. The, the, the spanking Maybe too needs, to be, needs to be hard enough where they can be told that the pain is felt. Huh. Yeah. This literally uh, is, this is, this is training up for an animal. This yeah. is all this is. Mm-hmm. This um, is a farm animal. Uh, for the fifth one, for a few children, this technique, aka spanking, is simply not appropriate. Oh, really? What are okay. these? Uh, what are these people? What are these kids? I, I did with abuse. Like if your child was abused formally, like I guess if you're getting like a stepchild or something. But Doc, what if it was me? What if the call's coming from inside the house? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, uh, well, you've gone too far. Better stop now. <laughs> hold on one second. Uh, one second now something that is in the top five reasons spankings don't work deserved its own book and something that i know really messed with donovan the 1992 book the strong-willed child i was already 11 when this came out i don't i if i know my stepfather he read it um he read everything by dobson um so uh but i don't remember like the charts or anything none of that happened to me but uh, from the strong-willed child, some strong-willed, some strong-willed children absolutely demand to be spanked, and their wishes should be granted. 
two or three stinging strokes on the leg or buttocks with a switch are usually sufficient to emphasize the point, you must obey me. And I didn't put it in here, but Dobson also, um, I probably should have, because it is important to this, because it's something that parents didn't really listen to all the time. But he said that you should not spank, you should not hit your children with your hands. It should be a neutral object. Because hands are supposed to be for love and for love well, things. That that sentence got lost in the fucking paragraph in the fucking lesson somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> but that that's another issue of like once you've crossed that line, um, you know, my stepfather and mother hit me with shit all the time. They also yeah. use their hands. Um, uh, spanking with hands what wasn't frequent. It usually detailed some sort of object which hurt more than hands. Um, I have an issue with being with being slapped at all. Like even if my kids are being playful and I get Mm -hmm. slapped, it puts me on edge like immediately. And I don't like I don't react towards them, but it like it makes me jump and I'm like, ah yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's and my like like, it was a yeah, it was a joke for a while. Like, you know, like with my like a playful, like ah, I don't do I don't like that. You know what I mean? But now it's like I get it now. My uh my kids and my wife thinks it's hilarious to jump up and scare jump out and scare me, which it is. It is like I think it's funny, but they yeah. don't understand that um, it's something my stepfather used to do to me a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know why, but he would do it at really inappropriate times. Um, and, okay. uh, one time was when the first time I remember him doing it was when me and this kid were looking in a cave because we were out like some hiking thing with our boys brigade thing. And mm-hmm. like we were told, they he told me it was a bear cave, and then uh, he got up to it, and like they, him and his friend were on the other side, and they roared in it really loud and scared the shit out of us. Oh, fuck. fine, whatever. That's kid. That's parental bullshit. Um, the next time, like a couple times, he he went. Uh, I was riding my bike in the in the cemetery by our house, and he hid behind a gravestone and jumped out and scared me, and I I fell off my bike. And he thought that was hilarious. Um, wow. And then another time uh, we were learning to drive. He was trying to teach me how to drive and he wouldn't let me drive until I was 18, which was cool. All my friends were driving. Um, everyone I knew had a car, uh, but he would not he put me on his insurance. So I was not allowed to drive until I was 18. Anyway, uh, he thought the best way to teach me to drive was driving down the road and down a busy road and then just screaming in my face. To see how I would react to an emergency. Yeah, that sounds like a rational human being. Yeah. So, and this isn't the only time this... he would jump. He would jump out behind stuff just to scare me. And like, it it it's realizing to the point now that like it was a it was bullying, and it had that's emotional with abuse. Good, yeah, know, with having a good time because we'll do it with our kids for him. Joke around, but like it was a good time yeah. for him. Oh yeah, I'm sure it... he had a great time. Dude, he that's just it's, why I didn't think it was funny. No, that's oh my god. There's a I have a home, I have all our home videos. I made copies of them way back when and before my father was in like sent to prison and all his shit's lost and stuff. I made mm-hmm. them. I'm the only one that has them. So every once in a while I watch them. And before I realized some of them are really fucked up, 
There's mm-hmm. like really emotional, weird shit on there. One of them had a ho- I have a Halloween video with one of my sisters. I put it on. I'm watching it. And the beginning is my sister. She's like a year old and I'm, I'm like nine. Uh, so my dad comes downstairs and he did his face and he looks like a Klingon, a Klingon with half his face melted. And he did it with like putty. And it's really fucking grotesque and creepy. Right. My one-year-old sister standing in the kitchen. He comes around the corner and starts screaming and running up at her and like, and she's freaking the fuck out, crying, cool. falling. No, she falls on the ground, freaking out. I run over to try to grab her. He grabs me and throws me in the other room. He's like, stop oh, it. Man. My mom's filming all this. He's like, stop it. It's funny. Stop it. You're getting in the video. And he gets back over there and he starts fucking screaming at her, dude. And she's just like, he's like blah, 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 in her face. And she's just, that's, it's horrifying. It's all on this fucking video. I never realized how fucked up it was because that was another instance where my dad would be like, this is, watch this. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny, guys. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just disturbing, man. And it's, yeah. And it's one of those things too, where it's like, I hold all these fucking memories for me and my family that no one's ever going to fucking see, except for mm-hmm. I'm, the only people I talk to now are my sisters and that's fucking it. I don't care anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, whenever you guys are ready, like I have this stuff if we want to confront it, but it's, it's so fuck. it's, oh man. But it all goes back to this. It's the scaring. It's the being in power above getting off on that, you know, like, and it's all, and it's all goes to the shit that's like oh, making it okay. The excuses and the reasons given. Like, yeah. Keep the kid in check. Make sure you have the stronger willpower. All mm-hmm. that shit. Because that's what them like. It's uh, it pisses me off, man. Yeah. It's it's. I never realized how you don't realize how fucked that stuff really is because it's just normalcy to you. Yeah. Um. Sorry, rambling. No, again. no, 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 no. Um. Something that I didn't like. I didn't include in here, but I thought I did. Was uh, how much dobson makes children out to be these evil pieces of shit dude yes children are always trying to take get one over on the parent they're always trying to take advantage of any kindness the parent might extend any leniency they might extend if you don't hit them this one time they're going to rule your house um uh any type like you have to be on guard all the time around your against kids your kids yeah and you have to make they, sure that you're yep. yeah keeping them in line it is a Do, us versus them Ch- mentality through Chaz, every yeah go ahead that was then i'm just saying this was literally brought up in court for mm-hmm. my dad by my sister's lawyer wow Okay, the what you're saying, this stuff was mentioned when I was on the witness stand. They mm-hmm. were because I was the one that was they were asking questions about, like, you know, him asking Bible passages and shit like that about, you know, the stuff about Noah and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, they're saying this to me and I like to the jury, and I'm listening to it like, wait, what? Yeah, this is connected. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, and it's so you saying this right now is the first time that I've heard another person say it since then. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's so fucking crazy, man. Cause I, I'm just, I remember sitting in that fucking booth, just looking at him and just being like, what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on? Yeah. Oh man. It was really frustrating reading through all this stuff because a lot of it is your children are trying to deceive you at every single moment. Yeah. Your children yeah. are trying to lie to you about everything. Your children are trying to take over the house. Your children are evil. 
And it's just I, like, yeah. you have to beat the shit out of them to get them in line to be good people. And yeah. it's just like, no, you could just be a good person and your kids will pick up on that and become, you know, hopefully be, you know, there's got to be some type of rearing. But I'm telling you, man, there's, other, there's, like, yeah, there's so many people that have not made that connection, like that. Mm-hmm. That's why that happened and stuff. And it's, it's really eye opening when you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <sighs> and it's fucking clo- crazy. Yeah. In closing with this, uh, I wanted to read part of an article from Huffington Post called James Dobson, Beat Your Dog, Spank Your Kid, Go to Heaven by Barbara Falconer Newhall. So, um, and quote from the article, and then it's going to quote James Dobson. Uh, It was James Dobson's strong-willed child in which the author describes whipping his pet Dobson into submission. A few paragraphs later, the conservative Christian psychologist recommends that you use corporal punishment on your son or daughter. Do it, he says, for the sake of the child's eternal salvation. The dog-man confrontation took place years ago as bedtime approached one evening in the Dobson household. Dobson wanted his dog, a Dobson named Sigmund Freud, to get mm. into to get into his overnight enclosure in the family room. What a piece of shit. <laughs> God Ziggy, damn. Ziggy didn't want to go. He growled and bared his teeth at his master. And Dobson went for the belt. And this is quoting Dobson from the book. I had seen this defiant mood before and knew that it was only one, there was only one way to deal with it. The only way to make Ziggy obey is to threaten him with destruction. Nothing else worked. God, that's so sick. Threaten him with destruction? Yeah, that phrasing is so fucking my dad. Like, oh my God. He, I, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, my dad was this fucking sponge for people that were smarter than him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he would he would pick up key phrases and shit. Yeah, you know that's why I, would, yeah. I use the word transgressions. I'm yeah. fucking I'm five. Why are you telling me I had transgressions? Yeah, like what the absolutely. fuck, dude? Sorry. Uh. No, it's all right. Um, but uh, nothing else worked. I I turned and went to my closet and got a small belt to help me, quote unquote, reason with Mister Freud. When Dobson gave Mr. Freud a firm squat across the rear end, the dog tried to bite the belt. I hit him again, and he tried to bite me. That tiny dog and I had the most vicious fight ever staged between man and beast. I fought him up one wall and down the other, with both of us scratching, clawing, growling, and swinging the belt. Finally, Ziggy backed into the corner and snarled at the, at the belt-wielding child psychologist. It was, it was to be the little dog's last stand. I eventually got him to bed, Dobson writes, but only because I outweighed him 200 to 12 pounds. The next night when Dobson ordered the family pet into his nighttime enclosure, Mr. Freud went, quote, in perfect submission. 200-pound man with a belt wins, 12-pound dog loses. And that is how it should be, according to Dobson's lights. From, for just as a dog will challenge authority, so will a small child. Only more so. Whenever a child resists authority, some physical pain, a swat or a lash with a belt or a switch is in order. The entire human race, you see, is afflicted with tendencies <clears throat> towards awful behavior, Dobson says. Adam and Eve had it. You and I have it. 
our children have it, which puts our children's very souls at risk. A child who fails to submit to his parents' leadership will surely fail to yield to God's formidable will as an adult, Dobson reasons. And that's all I'm going to read from that article. I love, I like, that's all that's, yeah, wow. I, I think the grossest thing is that he lied and said he was only 200 pounds. <laughs> Motherfucker was not. Yeah. <laughs> you, um... No, sir. <laughs> That's so fucked, dude. Like, oh my god, this. Uh, yeah, his book was used. That there was a certain like four, four or five year period in my life when my father was having like a mid, the first of many midlife crises, mm-hmm. and uh, every summer was spent listening to radio sermons. Like it was like the forties and shit. Like I joke yeah. about it all the time, but it was. And focus on the family. I was yep. listening to the radio plays of uh, Adventures in Odyssey. Odyssey, all that shit. Yep. The book, my father would come home with him and make me read it with him, have Bible studies mm-hmm. with him. Um, I forgot about the Bible yeah, all, all that shit. Yeah, it was all bad, man. And this man was just... It's hard to look into it more and hear this shit and read it because, like, I've read it before, but I block it out. I throw it in the way. I'm like, as like, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's why it happened, whatever. But it was a reason. It was a good reason, I guess, whatever it happened. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But when I you start thinking that, about it. Yeah, I'm sure Jesus, I have a feeling man. that a lot of our listeners are, have gone through the same thing or are going through it or they've just tried to ignore it. And I get it because it sucks to go through again. It sucks. It requires a lot of crying, a lot of being alone by yourself and reliving a lot of that stuff in your head and having those same feelings again. And it sucks. But in the end, it's making me a better person, a better parent. Um, Yeah. More understanding. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 Uh, More empathetic absolutely and when you can explain the situation you're in a mm-hmm. little bit better mm-hmm. to yourself then it can, it's easier to explain it to the people you love and you don't have to worry about the people you love judging you for it like you used to yeah yeah absolutely yeah and that's a hard an that's form. a hard <laughs> anyway. yeah right and it's it's all that's a, one of the harder things for me uh to get over with uh my uh, bpd and shit is uh i don't i don't talk about my shit like at all yeah, i just yeah. i i I, know. I bury it right you know yeah. and it's it gets really bad but mm-hmm. no you know because that's a, that's all you you're learned that's all you were taught to do so yeah. when but when you do the stuff like you're talking about it helps that where you can finally break down those walls and get introspective mm-hmm. and be like okay i can talk to myself like this i can finally yeah. tell you what's going on with me and think about this that James Dobson and your parents, if mm. they if they if they believe this and, and lived it, thought that you were no better than a dog. Right, exactly. You were the value of a pet because you need to be put in submission the same way that dog needs to be put in submission. Um, and of course, that's absolutely animal and- abuse. What he fucking did is animal abuse, and he should go to jail for it. Um, but we cannot ignore the the uh, the physical abuse, the child There's abuse so that much, he did. Yeah, um, he There's is equating so you, fuck man, to a to a family pet. And I look at the way because I read that, 
And it really fucking hit me hard thinking of the way my stepfather dealt with uh, my child dog when I, from, I think we got him. Dude, oh my God, you're going to make me fucking cry right now. Yeah. Uh, He used to get the shit out of that dog. when I watched my dad kill our fucking animals. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot of time packed, brother. (laughs) I'm sorry, but like, it just like. No, 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 you're no. These are the connections uh, you need to make to understand shit. To yeah. understand why you feel the way you feel, why you, you know, it's that doesn't make it okay. But now I know, like you, you just see the relationship that because there's a part of you that always has this fake image of your parents that's mm-hmm. not there. You miss mm-hmm. a person that's not there, and that's the biggest thing I keep telling myself with my mom. Because just yep. like you, you know, being a, your friend and seeing what you've been able to do has helped me be able to do what I need to do and be like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. You've done too much, and there's no redemption for that. Mm-hmm. I don't miss you. I miss the you I created in my head to get through the fucking oh, bullshit. Yep. That was yep. all coping. You don't mm-hmm. exist. That person yep. does not exist. And my, my, <sighs> I know I've said therapy a lot, but my therapist asked me, do you miss your mom or do you miss what you, what you wish you had? And I'm like, I miss what I never had. He's exactly it. Yep. And I'm, I'm, it's hard projecting that onto her as -hmm. if she was that when she never was. And it's a, it took a long time to get to that. And it's taking, um, it's gotten me to the point where I'm trying to grieve over that and move on from it and realize that I want to be that person that I want my mom to be um you're not alone man i am a hundred percent doing the same fucking thing right now like to the fucking t man i am and it's it's hard and that's that's the clearest and best revelation though is just that person ain't doesn't exist because i have times where i'm I just, I did the dumbest fucking thing ever and went through my father's old hard drive, which I have, and I probably should turn over to the police, honestly. You probably should. <laughs> um, uh, and I have like all his old music and stuff that he made and shit, like mixes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I remember when I was a kid, we only listened to this, not real music. So this is how I know like top 40 mm-hmm. shit. So I would start listening to him at work. I'm listening to him and I start hearing how bad they are and shit. And I start just having nothing but fucking just remorse for doing it and i just mm-hmm. and i it it just unraveled all all the shit we're talking about now i'm yeah. like that person it doesn't exist that was the image he created for me because i was a kid and he's like i'm a dj isn't this great this is all you're ever going to hear um, and then that the realization of that just like imploded for me and everything yeah. started collapsing where i'm like that dude didn't exist my mom doesn't exist my aunt like my all this relationships mm-hmm. and then i came home early that day from work and i sat on the floor and i talked to danielle and i just was like i unloaded it and i started crying and i told her like the reason i'm so nostalgic is that uh the city never did anything to me and i have all these fond memories of that if mm-hmm. that makes sense you no know what i, I mean? get you um i've had a hard time going back to uh my home city of easton um pennsylvania yeah uh i've driven by my childhood house twice since leaving yeah um 
each time like the one time i stopped and like looked and somebody was on the like came outside and was like you okay and i'm like yeah i just i just grew up here and i'm just like remembering stuff and he's like oh all right it's like okay never mind Weirdo. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then, then the next time i drove through the back alley and and looked and was just like wow like this is like this is really empty. yeah yeah i'm like i See, don't know that's... why i came here like i'm i'm looking for for something happy that wasn't like you're giving me another uh, yeah. physical response because i did the same <laughs> thing <laughs> I did that's another that's another thing too is like I have like I just explained that the city never did anything and but the reality is I I miss a thing that wasn't real too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my yeah. memory of Baltimore is the reality of it was a rundown, the the city was falling apart, you know, the mm-hmm. row homes. There's a row home that I went to recent the last time I was back when my mom was in the hospital. Uh and I went there. I went to our old row home and I forgot that my father did like a patch of cement and wrote Delisle in it. It's still there and the house is like in shambles, mm-hmm. literally burnt down, and the whole fucking thing is it was just really it was a weird, odd and I'm glad I wasn't smoking at the time, dude, because I probably would have fe- sat on the ground and just looked at it and like, whoa, <laughs> it's my whole yeah. legacy, bro. I, burning the ground like this. <laughs> I probably would have been like, Can I check out inside? oh dude i could have it was all there was no door Uh, well yeah of course but like yeah i'm just like i probably got stabbed or offered something yeah oh oh, man but it was yeah it was it's i get exactly what you're saying it's when you go there you expect to feel like because when i'm with my wife you know and we go to places around here you know she has like awesome memories which is great mm-hmm. it's a normal thing that's where she went to middle school that's where this happened that i went to like 14 different fucking schools and shit yeah and so yeah. i'm, I'm kind of glad we i don't get to do that with my kids like i went to fourth grade there uh oh. half of fifth grade yeah, uh, and it's just like, and it's like, oh, cool. Did you like it? Did you play sports there? Didn't have a chance. Uh, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um, it's so I, weird. I went to three different schools, but like, it definitely impacted the fact that like you don't have established friendships and you don't know how to keep them. right. Um, right. So it was a big thing for my wife and I that we stay in the same school district that for the for the majority of their lives. So. Our oldest yeah. son's been in the same school since he's in first grade and he's had yeah. the same best friends since then. So that's like, awesome. That's important. To yeah. Us. No, um, I want that for my kids too. 100%. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause yeah. I have no it's stability, fucking... man. It we, is. Yeah. We, and it's normalcy. Yeah. And we, that's what we want for our kids and, and it's important. And uh, yeah. Um, you're more valuable than a dog. Um your yeah you your if your dog is not listening to you it's because he is a dog um if he's snarling at you it's because he is a dog he is not trying to get one over on you you know uh he's not trying to game the system he's a dog <laughs> you know yeah. my dog does not like to go out in the rain um He's a dog. I don't mind the rain. I'm a human. You know, it's different, you know, and you're equating the disciplinary of a dog to a human being. And it, it's, it's, I'm not comparing it to slavery, but the way that people compared. Dude, I wrote, I wrote that in mind. Animals. This is no different. No, 
I'm not. Re- I'm not comparing the plight of anything. No. I'm just saying, as ter- as far as definition of something, that's mm-hmm. what it is. My father made that joke many times. Oh, many fucking the, times. Did you hear the? You know the joke. I'm. This is the thing that's fucked. And this episode is going on forever, but <laughs> it's important. Um, yes. Yes. The, the classic Bill Cosby joke of "I'm. I brought you in this world. I can take you out." Yes. Funny on the surface, but once you dig down on the fact that, like. I know I'm not the only one, and I'm pretty sure I think you've expressed it that my stepfather threatened to kill me more than once and use biblical verses to do it. Yep. So when you say that, it's a fucking reality and it's not a joke. Nope. You know, and when, when uh no, right. just saying when someone can when that can also be used as a defense against somebody in a court mm-hmm. of fucking law, that should be a sign mm-hmm. that hey, maybe this is not a good fucking thing that it should be taught to people yeah absolutely like, god god damn dude like, it's fucking common sense it's mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that because of the way they're fucking taught yeah and they don't realize it because they just write it off yeah you beat things smaller than you uh and that's the mentality of christianity in the united states so um it doesn't really surprise me that it goes all the way for from how you deal with gay people to how you deal with your children um you you beat them into submission um yeah pray them into submission you lay hands on them into submission you get them to go into submission one way or another um but no matter what you make sure that you're the one on top yep absolutely um so yeah with that um i guess we'll leave it there uh do you have anything else? I know this was a tough episode. Um, it'd be nice if Chrissy was here because I feel like we need some motherly um, <laughs> insight. To no, all no. <laughs> well, I also no. I wish she was here too because I want. I would love to, for her to get her chance to talk about her experiences with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know. I, I know. Because we've also she's... experienced. It was like she's told us before. Like she's went through some shit too, obviously, and it's just it wasn't as. Uh, yeah see i hate saying shit like that that's not what i mean god yeah she she said that she didn't get physically uh hit at home but it was a school thing um yeah i would love to hear that perspective because like that's what i'm saying um, yeah yeah and like what it's like live like i i don't know it's like what's it like living in a house where you didn't get hit (laughs) (laughs) that's what i meant yeah and i I didn't want to say it dismissively Yeah, and like, yeah, it sounds almost like we're like, oh, we had it belittling her, you know, belittling yeah, yeah, her trauma, not. and I don't want to do that. That's why. That's why I said I don't want to say she won't. Hers, she said hers wasn't as bad. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I no, that's not what I'm fucking saying at all. Yeah, because ah. I, I, I had a I had an ex girlfriend once, and we talked about physical abuse or physical. We didn't call it abuse, but how our parents disciplined us, and she was a Christian. She told me that she only got hit once when she was a kid um, because of something that she did that was like could have severely hurt her or her brother or something. And, yeah. Uh, it stuck with her her whole life. Yeah. And I'm just like, at the time, I was like, well, shit, I got hit all the time. What the fuck are you talking about? But like with yeah. age, I'm just like, that was really traumatic because I see how big your dad is and how her dad was bigger than me and like uh how fragile that relationship is to begin with 
and you mm -hmm. throw that on top of there, it, it it adds another dimension that doesn't need to be there. Um, but still, well, it's, it's also like, just that one time is all it fucking takes to alter somebody's perspective on a oh, lot absolutely. of things. Yeah, yeah. We so go I totally, stuff that's I get what you're saying. Time, all the time in life that sticks with us through the rest of our life. And back then, I didn't take it as that. You know, no, and I understand that. Thirty, I do now. Right, right, right. I totally understand what you're saying though, because there's there's a lot to get over with that sometimes when you go through a very traumatic thing where you're just like, I don't give a fuck about nothing right now. Yeah. And so I understand I ran into I ran into issues with my family. My oldest sister would try to play, let's show each other scars, and mine are mine are worse than yours. And it was just like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? I didn't I don't know your experience, and I know your experience was tough because she lived with my father and like he was abusive and like she saw a lot of shit and there's times where there was no electricity or water in the house and like she told me a time when the house was boarded up and they boarded her inside of it uh when my brother was at work and my sister my my father was nowhere to be found um and you know that's all stuff she went through that i didn't go through but she didn't live with my stepfather um Mm. so uh i'm not belittling her i understand it hurts and it, it shaped who she is um but don't belittle what i went through just because you think yours was worse um yeah um that because then it goes into uh she would tell me that i'm not really depressed and that i don't need medication um, who is this again my oldest sister I thought you said your mom. That's why I got confused no, for a second. No, no, no. My mom told me that uh, when I told her when I was 15 that I needed help um, because I was having a, a legit breakdown. She told me to suck it up and that I had nothing to be depressed about. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but this was my uh, my oldest sister, the one that I was probably the closest to for a long time. And, uh, you know, she got really into the wellness life and you know, she's like, there's the other, and now she's an evangelical Christian. So there's a whole thing with that. But like, it's like, this is helping me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, you might've been at the end of your road with depression and you found something else to help you. But like, this is helping me. Please don't step on it. Um, but yeah, anyway, whole family bullshit. We've gone through a lot this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well no i was gonna say i'm in a very similar boat with one of my sisters right now as well because um uh what happened i left you know and i left my sisters there uh, mm -hmm. and i don't know fully what happened i know some yeah. of what happened and that's why uh my father is where he is but i don't mm -hmm. know a hundred percent what happened with uh, my mom and my sisters and stuff and I can go on record saying that. And that's one of my biggest regrets is leaving them there and stuff. But when I left, I didn't understand how fucked up everything was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, where you need to protect yourself. Right. And I was just like, I was 17 and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to be here. Like dad's being a dick and I have an opportunity to leave. I'm going to leave. So I yeah. left. And after I left and I seen how other families interact and I start to put things together and like I had this breakthrough, like the way that my dad read these books and interacted and stuff is like my family was like a cult, like a hundred percent. And I have to deconstruct mm -hmm. my life like that because the way I was trained to because of these books and, and these teachings and shit. So there's a point where like my sisters don't know what I went through because mm -hmm. they were too young and mm -hmm. I left. 
but now I don't know what they went through because I was gone. Yeah. So like yeah. one of my sisters and me, we've been able to like work through that and stuff and be like, I, I respect that. And I'm sorry, I wasn't there, but I'm here for you now. I'm, I want to do whatever I can. I respect what you've been through, but I've learned through things too. Can you respect what I need to say about certain things that you may not understand? And it's a great place to be with, with, with one of my other sisters. It's just, we're nowhere near that. And it's very close to, I feel what you're saying where yeah. it's like, she's just, doesn't understand and then when i started to say there's things that you don't understand that happened when you were a baby or something and she's just like no well you don't understand when not that's like it's like no that's not, i didn't mean it as a disrespect like that yeah i'm talking about something else and she's like no you mean it as this well i had a bad too and i'm like no stop i don't want to do that's not what i'm trying to do please yeah we're not and that's how it goes every each other <laughs> right and it happens yeah. a lot so yeah, i get exactly what you're saying yeah i'm looking for uh support from a family which we were always told that we were going to get <laughs> and yeah and again another thing that you're trying to imagine as there that never was um and you got to find it yourself sometimes um that's the other thing too yeah and that's the thing that's frustrating me too is like i've finally come to terms with that that's exactly that my family that i miss and i'm trying to have a connection with isn't there that's not the unit there if i want to have a if, if i want to have a connection with my sisters we need to build off of something now and go from there we can't go off of what we thought we had you know but yeah with with the one that's just that's not there's no fucking going with that it, and it fucking really sucks ass mm-hmm it really does. I because I, I yeah, they yeah. they throw the, my favorite fucking line is I just want our family to be back together and it's like there was no fucking family. Yeah, it's like I, make America great again. <laughs> it yeah, it's my my mom would say I just want my kids to get along again and I'm like uh, yeah I fucking hate we that. We never got like we never no. got along. like you did no. not like. No, no, this no, whole no. imagination that, that my childhood was great that she made up in her head and it was just like yeah but i sat in my room trying not to trying to avoid everyone <laughs> you know yeah um that's and, how i was too yeah and dude i remember she, one time my, my parents sister got and fucking... i did not get along i don't know where that came from yeah uh, no I, I i have scars literal physical scars all up and down my arms and legs from my sister digging her nails into me um, and nobody's telling her to stop. So, you know, there was never a good relationship there. And I don't know why you're, you have in your mind that there was. Um, it's a coping mechanism. That's all so. that shit is. That's all it is. And they won't confront the reality of it because it'll shatter that for them. It'll shatter the reality because it's shattering my fucking reality, admitting to myself that the things I miss and these memories I have. And sometimes yeah. I'll be talking to Danielle about it, like we're doing right now, and I'll say that. And she'll be like, well, they just think of the good times. I'm like, but the good times were just nothing. They weren't, they didn't really exist. They were, they were just a, like, they were in between the panels in a comic book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I exactly yeah. know what you mean. It's, it's the. Doesn't it's matter. The, fill, the filler artwork in the background that um, isn't the real story, you know? Yeah. And it's. uh yeah, I've asked, I've had that asked to me too. And I'm like, like I'm thinking of the good times and they're they're sandwiched between horrible and exactly yeah and loneliness. And I think a you lot of the thinking... good times I had to manufacture by myself uh to prevent mm -hmm. uh bad times, you know? Right. Where you know, so like uh 
it's uh it you feel like you have the responsibility of the household to make things good um when you're just a child but so. you but the fucked up thing is the reality is even then you know the reality mm-hmm. you know that you're the reason why you're doing it but you're telling yourself not to yeah. get through it to cope yeah. with this even as a fucking kid a five six year old however old you are in that reality you're actually coping by telling yourself it's not this, it's just this. Yeah. Just to yeah. get through it, to make it okay. Yeah. And then you just bury it with that information and then you mm-hmm. never deal with it. And then as an adult, it's there and it uh, affects your decisions and you don't realize it. Yeah. And like Disney World should have been a good time. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Going Fuck to Disney yeah. World and like I think about the good, you know, what should have been good times and like, I, I think about uh, when I shit my pants in the pool at Disney World. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the resort, uh, and then I think about getting smacked in the face by my stepfather for being a kid. Mm. Um, and I remember them making me stand up in front of everybody on a boat and do something stupid that I could do that made everybody laugh. Uh, and being forced oh. to do that. And I'm like, uh, so that's what I remember from Disney World. Um, yeah, they, I, oh, it's like, I don't know, like, what I'm supposed to remember. That's from that so time. fucked That's up, supposed man. to be a good, like, the greatest place on earth. Like, what am I supposed to remember from that when all yeah. I remember are terrible experiences? Um, I don't know. We stayed in a and hotel that was probably- for the first time ever on and vacation that's probably, <laughs> right and that was probably the um the memory with that also that he's giving it to you lightly because you're on a vacation oh no he smacked me full force across the face like right like you could hear it and then he followed oh, it with saying. and in the video because it made everyone laugh charles there's a time to fool around and there's a time not to fool around and i fucked around and found out i guess yeah, I got a lot of those moments on 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 some of these DVDs downstairs, man. <laughs> Great time every time. I'm like, it's gonna be fun. You get to see your aunts, and then we yeah. start watching it, and I'm like, oh, that, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the first time <laughs> I realized that I think there was something mentally wrong with my stepfather, and it took so fucking long to do it, was when we got when my wife and I got married, and. Mm. We had, we, my mom wanted us to do a ceremony at her house at, at her, mm. at, at where she was living with my stepfather and it's 2007 and they videotaped the whole thing and we got married. Uh, our old youth, my old youth pastor married us in front of everyone, which is a whole nother bullshit thing. Anyway. Wow. Everybody threw rose petals. At really the- cool. You're doing this, bud. Real cool. Yeah. You're doing this. <laughs> Everybody Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Super yeah, special. No uh, every, everybody, everybody, he rode up on his motorcycle. And like, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, uh, oh, oh, it, my puka shell pinched my neck. Oh, <laughs> he had them. Oh my god, not at that time, but like in the 90s. Um, but oh, my anyway, chest hair that's conveniently right at my uh, collar. Yeah. <laughs> He's a button down. Like I don't button it all the way at the top. It's got to stick right. down a little bit. Anyway, I'll leave it open for when Jesus comes. Poking out right there and goes into my heart. You can see my cross. Um, 
so everybody threw roses at the end and they were they were they're just rose petals. Oh, okay. So everybody threw rose petals at the end. That On the pretty. video, you can see my stepfather in the background picking up every single rose petal that's in the driveway. Like begrudgingly? No, just I'm like this like it, it goes to his control issues and like it like as soon as he I saw that on the video I was like I saw him cleaning up the kitchen and I saw him doing all the bullshit that he would do like he would clean the bathroom and like do it like almost very angrily very not yeah very angrily but very like um uh OCD ish mm-hmm. and he would berate you if there was something that you made a mess in in the bathroom or something oh and tear you um, down and shit yeah but he would make a mess all the time you know yeah um he would make us change change the garbage can but all of his shit would be in it because like if i blew my nose i threw it in the toilet because it's toilet paper and like, yeah, yeah he would blow his nose and the whole thing would just be filled up with his snot rags and like he would make us change it and my like, dad would just walk around with a towel yeah ugh. <laughs> and just blow his nose in that uh, that specific towel uh, he my stepfather had fucking handkerchiefs that uh, he was so going through all the time and throwing back <laughs> and he's like i got i don't want to waste anything i'm like oh, you're God, fucking gross dude that man was a disgusting person uh, but like <laughs> seeing that really opened up my eyes to like a lot of things in i get what you're saying 100 percent issues with like yeah you brought up the videotapes and everything and i'm like Mm-hmm. I'm like yeah and i still have that downstairs on a dvd because my mom transferred it over there but i haven't watched it since yep. then because i don't want to fucking see his face or hers no matter of fact but like it's yeah. just there were hey everyone that's the end of the episode uh we, we rambled on again for even longer uh more stories more talking about stuff that went on growing up Uh, Maybe some stuff you don't really need to hear, but that's okay. Um, Maybe leave it for another episode. But uh, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, Again, uh, we've gotten a couple of emails since the last episode we put up. We really appreciate them. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. Uh, We're all about healing and helping and having fun at the same time, trying to. So please keep those messages coming in. If you want to email us, you can email us at xcompod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at xcompod. You can join us, our little community on Facebook called the Excommunication Station Podcast. You can follow me at 17 underscore seconds or at Chaz Cure on Instagram you can follow Donovan's other podcast called Laughing With You, Not At You, where him and his wife talk about parenting and mental health issues. And, uh, you know, you can say hi to Christine in an email if you want to. She is currently researching and reading over the pearls. We will be doing that in a future episode coming up soon. And thank you to the band Iron Sheik for allowing us to use their song, Those Heads Are Our Heads. That's Iron Sheik, C-H-I-C. You can follow them on all social medias under that, Iron Sheik. And uh, 
We're going to go out on a different track today called Stepson by the band Sam I Am. They're one of my favorites. And peace be with you and with your spirit. And everybody say. I like my looks. I like my personality. Oh, I'm screaming. Another world. How you feeling? 